Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Alex here. Welcome to part two of my interview with Stephen Barge. Stephen's mom helped instill an entrepreneurial value in him that Stephen uses to this day. Let's listen to those characteristics and find out how you can nurture them in your business. Stay tuned. What's your strongest skill as a person? Like, what has allowed you to become successful? I think building relationships. Ah, yeah. You're very, you have yeah. very great communication skills. Yeah. I think a lot of people in our generation under-appreciate uh, the, the importance of good communication, yeah. right? And building relationships and not just wanting something from the jump and just being a good person and learning from other people first. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think the biggest thing is, uh, I told someone this the other day, um, because I do within my investment community, I also do tutoring sessions, um, and I do one-on-ones and group tutoring sessions, but I tell people all the time, it's a lot of people out here with courses and things like that, but you're not paying for just a course alone, you're paying for this person's past experiences and things like that, so, you know, the ability to Learn from other people. That's is is what's going to kind of get you ahead. It's a lot of people that, um, and they're also really giving value. So, like when I started my investment community, I focused really twelve months completely of even you know to the point where I was running myself to the ground. Yeah, but I was just focused on giving value because I wanted people to say, "Hey, you know, this is Barsh Consulting Group. You know, this guy's doing this. You know, he's giving value here." He's helping us, you know, he's helping the community, you know, and he actually cares versus, you know, trying to make money, you know. So I think I tell a lot of people, you know, focus on giving value. If you're a business owner, focus more on giving value than making money initially when you're starting off. And then after after a while, your, your business will run itself. You know, um, I used to go hard, you know, when it, when it came to marketing and things like that. But now it's kind of like my, my business has grown just because word of mouth at this point. And also, if you're trying to learn from somebody else, uh, it's a lot of people just say, hey, well, can I have a quick moment of your time, you know, or things like that, you know, be open to, you know, maybe possibly paying for that person's time because it's going to be worth it, you know, in, in the long run. So I tell a lot and also bring something to the table So because I have a lot of people that reach out to me for business tips and things like that also. But you, you got to like people that I looked up to and I wanted to get value from. I'll reach out to them and just be like, hey, well, what can I do for you? You know, and then that's that that's what made me stand out. Like I can go out to like one of these huge Instagram influencers and DM them and be like, hey, is there anything I can do for you today to help your business? They're like, 
what? Like, you know, they'll catch <laughs> that conversation to catch somebody off guard. So now we have a conversation and then it'd be like, hey, this is the introduction. Hey, my name is Stephen Barge. I'm interested in learning digital marketing. I see that you have the skill set. I would love to exchange value, you know, and now you've made a connection. You build a relationship. If they say no and, you know, you know, fuck off. That's that's okay. <laughs> but but you shot your shot, you know. So just like we do with, you know, out here in the world, you know, if you, you gotta shoot your shot in business, gotta shoot your shot, you know, when you're learning stuff too. Hundred percent. And I like I yeah, again, I like all of that. I think it makes it very uh doable. And that's the biggest thing for, for a lot of people is that it, it seems so much harder from the outside looking in. Um but like you said, you could just shoot shoot your shot, send an email, and just come super genuine. Um, now let's talk about because now we're talking about a community. I want to talk about Barge Consulting Group, yes. right? Let me tell me about Barge Consulting. How did that come about? From your you were in healthcare IT, you were mm-hmm. in a, an apartment um, marketing sales area, mm-hmm. and nowhere did you mention stocks, right? So nice. where did that come from? Where did that come from? So it's so funny. So when I was in college, my accountant professor, he was also a trader. So I actually learned about stocks and options um, and futures and everything in, in college, like just really just the terminology. He didn't show us like we could make a thousand dollars in 30 minutes. Like He didn't show us like the money part of it. So I didn't take it serious because in my head, I'm like, Yo, this dude here, he's teaching here. He can't be making any money. You know, like, that's how I was thinking. I was younger. I was like 18, you know, 19. So I didn't know anything about the stock market. But he was he was teaching us it. And um, I started investing in stocks with my refund check, you know, just a little bit, like here and there, here and there. And so this was like maybe in like 2010. I was like a sophomore in college, just throwing my money in the market. Um, you know, anytime I got something extra, I'll kind of throw it. Um, and I was throwing, I was really throwing my money into like just companies I knew, um, you know, just long-term like Coca-Cola, Apple, you know, things like that. So at the time it was, it was, it wasn't really a, a focus for me, but I, once I moved to Atlanta, I had to pay for a security deposit. And at the time I didn't have any liquid. I had a full-time job, but I didn't have, I was, think I was getting getting paid the next week or something like that. So I didn't have any liquid cash. And then I was just like, wow. So what made me think about it is I opened my investment account and <laughs> I had like $800 in there, you know, just sitting there that, that had been sitting there since probably like, maybe like, you know, maybe like 2010, 2011 and just growing. So I, I went into that particular account. And I was able to use that that stock money to pay for my security deposit and also uh, furnish my apartment. So at that point, I'm just like, yo, stocks is pretty lucrative because if I sat my money into this and it grew, I'm like, yo, I need to get more aggressive with this. So when I started, I started investing just long term, just buying shares and stuff like that when I got my job. And I tell people all the time, like I started, I set myself on a budget. So after bills, after paying expenses, I use I had like a set amount where I would invest like two hundred dollars into ETFs or index funds and allow that to grow over time over time. But when I was in college, our professor he also taught us taught us options. So, but I was scared to do options. Everyone scared you away from doing options because they say, <laughs> "Oh, it's so risky. You can you can lose your money, uh, you know, quickly, uh, but you can also make money quick quicker too." So um, I tested the waters and I lost money. 
the first time. So this is probably like maybe like in 20, 2014. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not touching that again. So uh, I hung out with a friend and one of my friends, he's actually a stock broker at E-Trade. And we was having a conversation one day. And he was just like, yo, yo, bro, I made my rent today at work. And I'm like, what? And he was just like, yeah, I made 19. He stays in Buckhead in Atlanta. So he was like, yo, I made I made $1,900 today in the stock market. I'm like, bro, how did you do that? Like, <laughs> I, I'm doing the same thing you're doing. He's like, no, you're not. He's like, he's like options. I was like, oh, man, you're talking about, you know, the calls and the puts. And he was just like, yeah. And it was crazy because none of our other friends could have that same conversation. He he knew that I knew what I was, you know, talking about. So I got a little bit more curious about it. So when I, I was traveling and working my job and stuff like that, I started trading options again. And um, I, I actually kind of grew my knowledge base and things like that for a long time. So what happened was a little bit before the pandemic, um, I started talking about stocks. So on my page, I always talked about business for years, for years, literally. And then like my Instagram name is Startup Steve. So <laughs> I always just talked about business and everybody knew, you know, hey, if you want to come to business, you know, talk about business, come to Steven. But with the the, the switch was when I started talking about stocks. And the reason why I started talking about stocks also is just because I was having conversations with friends and I realized that a lot of people didn't know about just the stock market at all, just the basic fundamentals of the stock market, like how to buy a stock, you know, how to look at, you know, different things, uh, different trends, you know, how to look at fundamental analysis, technical analysis, things like that. And I thought it was like, in my head, you know, you don't know what you don't know. But in my head, I'm like, everybody's doing this already. So I don't need to talk about it. So once I started talking about it on social media, people got curious. It was like, hey, man, you should create a course. And um, I was just like, I might. So I created a, a regular stock course. And it did very well, like, that first week. And I was just like, wow. So I was still working my 9 to 5, and then I was trading also. But one of my goals last year was to um, – one of my problems was I was traveling so much. So I took a job here in Atlanta, uh, which was a little bit different. It was still it was still implementation. However, it was on the data privacy side. So I went from healthcare to data privacy and um, it was a startup company also. Like this was like a ground bottom startup though. Like it just got funded um, and they were building out their team and things like that too. But I was able, I took the job more specifically so that I could focus on building um, Tenacity out because I was on the road so much where it got to a point where I'm like, I'm never going to get this business to where it needs to be unless I'm in Atlanta to have those relationships. So that was kind of like my goal. And I always wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur, but I think one of the biggest fears is, you know, being able to, to maintain your lifestyles, pay your bills, things like that. So the pandemic hit and I got this new job. I'm making an amazing salary. I'm so happy. They called it. So for some reason I, I log in and we're all working remote. I log in, I see, you know, people just get wiped out from my Microsoft Teams. I'm like, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on today? So they were just like, yo, like they're laying people off today. And I had just got a promotion to like our our our, our customer success team, which was um they were based in Paris. So I was finishing my day at at like noon just because they were on a different time frame. So I'm like, yo, I got this new job. My day is done at noon and we're working remote. Like, this is great. So they actually end up laying off like a thousand people in the company. 
and I was one of them. So at that time, I was just like, dang, like, what am I going to do? So I, I told my I told my girlfriend, I was just like, look, I was just like, I always wanted to be full-time entrepreneur. I was just like, I'm going to try this entrepreneurship thing out. Like, worst case scenario, I've been in tech for like six, seven years now. So I know I can go back and get me a job. That's not, that's going to be an easy thing to do. But I'm like, this is my one time to jump full-time in entrepreneur, uh, full-time and uh, jump into full-time entrepreneurship and really just kind of spread my wings and test this thing out. And if it don't work, I'll go back and get a job. But if it do, <laughs> I will never go back to corporate America again. So that's what I did. And um, I just kind of jumped out there and something that people really wanted the, uh, the information was everybody was in my DMs about options. They didn't care about stocks. So once I released the options guide, I, I tripled my salary in corporate from my digital course that next Jeez. month. So once I did that and I was just like, wow, like, and then I started, and then I thought about this. I was just like, yo, I need to build a community because I don't want to just sell people a course. Like usually like I bought courses before you buy a course, you, you don't have any interaction with this person. They don't answer your DMs. They don't answer your questions. You know, you don't have any mentorship or anything. So I'm just like, yo, this is risky. So I was just like, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm giving people the correct information and also I'm giving them guidance. And then also <clears throat> we're, we're trading during the pandemic. So it was a bit different, you know, trading during the pandemic, we we actually experienced uh, the things that happened in the stock market in a decade and one year, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so it was just kind of like, it was, it was definitely a bit different. But 2020 market is way better than 2020 market. I will say that, but that's, a, that's another story. But um, so pretty much I built a community and I'll never forget this time last year, it was like maybe, well, this time it was probably like maybe like a hundred people in there. And now it's 2,700. We're almost pushing 3,000 members. So, um, you know, that's kind of been the journey, like really just making sure we educate, you know, people on different things and, um, and you know, just building out. And it's been crazy because it's other people that I've helped leave their nine to five. Like Elena, you did an interview with Elena. Elena was one of the first people to join my community, jumped in, killed options, killed investing. And she, she dropped me in the group one day. She was like, yo, uh, options has been a blessing. Um, you know, I'm leaving my nine to five today. I'm gonna be a full time trader, and I was just like, wow. At that point, I'm like, okay, I'm making impact. I got another student in there. He's a a Howard grad, well, Howard College student, in um, 19 years old. Um, had a network of 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 six figures last year just from options trading, and now he he went and started his own community, and he's kind of growing that also. So I'm just like, yo, like. I felt like I kind of been like a trailblazer. It's other people and other names, you know, that's doing this on a bigger scale. But, uh, you know, it, it just kind of grew a lot quicker than I expected. And Barge Consultant wasn't even, it was just like more so like a course. And then it turned into a brand. And then it, because really, like I said, like Tenacity was like my baby. So I'm just like, yo, like I'm just focusing on that. But when Barsh Consultant took off, I'm like, yo, what the heck? Like, what's going on? And I kind of felt some type of way, too, because I'm like, yo, I've been working on this 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 company for, like, four or five years, and then this business takes off and goes crazy. <laughs> like, I had, I had, and, uh, 
I got people in South Africa in the in the, um in the course. Um and I actually had to do research too because they were like, hey, well, we can't use Robin Hood here. I'm like, oh man, like let me go see what platforms. So we looked up like different platforms that they can use. I got people in Canada. Um it's people all over the world now. So I'm just like, yo. This this is huge. This is big. So I, I'm I'm happy about the progress. Initially, it just started out as just kind of like an idea, and then now it's kind of grew into a brand. And so now we're we're in, right now we're focused on stocks. We're gonna start. I'm gonna start educating people on how to invest in tech also, um, so that we can get you know a lot more um, minorities um, and people of color investing in tech too. Um, so uh, we're going to build that out. We're going to be doing some real estate things um, and just kind of diversify. And then we add in the crypto channel pretty soon, too, you know, just so we can kind of make sure everyone is growing things out. They're not just kind of like focusing on options only. They're 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 diversifying their investments also. Wow. So, yeah, so they become well-rounded investors. And that right. all started from that all started from a, a, co- a college professor. Mm-hmm. Uh, a down payment on a on a spot, mm-hmm. and then and then your boy came to you and said, "Yo, you should make a course." Like those those those, those little things yep. got you a student in South that South Africa and Canada. Yep, right. Yep. <laughs> it was crazy. Yep, and I didn't even like the crazy thing about it is I didn't even really expect. I didn't. I really didn't even want to do the options course, but like the regular stock course was okay, but the options course. That's what kind of changed my life as far as financially, like just getting it out. And, and my girlfriend was just like, once I got, when I got laid off, my girlfriend was like, well, I guess you got time to make that options course there. Cause I was procrastinating. <laughs> she was like, I guess you got time to make the course. So I'm just like, yo, I'm going to go ahead and make the course. I got the course, got it out there. And um, I ended up doing a bundle. So you get the stock and the options together now. Um, and and then it gives you access to the community. So from there, it just kind of like took off word of mouth. And I've, man, I've been on so many panels and <laughs> it's just been crazy, you know, since then. Um, last week I, I spoke with uh, UNCF LA um, Leadership Council and, and, and went over investing with them. So I'm just like, you, you know, just really um, right now, I don't really care about the fame, really. I just more so just care about helping people. You know, and I think when you're genuine, you actually really just care about helping people. Um, you know, people automatically gravitate you. Just step, you know, especially when you're not just trying to, you know, hustle them or you know, make money off them. You actually want to see people successful. Like a lot of people in my community, even if they're listening to this episode, um, a lot of times I go in there. I like I'm on their back, like you know, just because I know a lot of people start investing and then they'll say, okay, well, this is too hard. You know, I can't. Yeah. You know, so I'm just like, yo, this is a long game. You're not going to learn overnight. You know, stay the course and don't give up, you know. Yeah. And then some, people need that. Uh, moms. You say, is mom still with you? Is she still with us? Oh, yeah. Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you ever, you guys ever talk about, like, you know, where where you've gone since, you know, since you left that little house back in SC? Y'all ever talk about that? Yeah. So um, it's crazy. Uh, I actually... So I actually moved my mom to Atlanta last year because she, wow. so one of my brothers, one of my brothers actually passed uh, from muscular dystrophy in uh, November, 2019. So he, uh, she went through a hard time financially because she was pretty much his caregiver 
and she was like his nurse also. So I was just like, you know, you're, you're not, I was blessed to be in a good financial position. I'm just like, yo, um, you know, I'm going to move you out to Atlanta, you know, and, you know, you just, you can start over here. You know, you can go talk to somebody, you can go get therapy, whatever you need. Um, I ended up moving my mom and my youngest brother, uh, who's 15, here. Uh, and, yeah, like, we talk all the time, and she's just looking at me like, wow. And it's crazy just because, like, my little brother sees it. Like, my mom works in dietary, and he sees me. I don't wake up. I don't go to no one job. I don't clock in. He sees my mom work go you know go to work every day things like that so i'm like i'm letting him know like you got two different paths that you can take you know and, and you have options you know but um our goal my goal is to kind of retire her you know make sure she's she can work for one of these businesses that uh you know i built that's kind of like the, the end goal but i want to make sure it's something that she can actually do so we're, we're looking at a couple of different things but yeah we talk about it all the time she actually my mom she picked the entrepreneurship bug into me early she actually had a brand called barge muffins where she actually she was like a bakery it was like kind of like a bakery where she would give like baked goods to salons, barbershops and like office suites. And she'll just go over there and just kind of, you know, and then after a while, she started getting on a corporate level where she had these corporate contracts where she was, you know, doing baking goods for them. So I seen that kind of early. I'm just like, yo, like she's working her job, but she's walking down here and, you know, selling these cheesecakes, you know, and stuff. It was crazy. So. I, I was able to kind of see that early on and uh, that kind of that I'll never forget that because in my head, I'm just like, I didn't really notice that as entrepreneurship. At, at first, I was just like, this is just mom just trying to make money, you know. So yeah. now she's looking at she's just like, yo, I want to build a business. So we're uh, I'm about to help her actually launch a skincare line uh, called Bamboo skincare and um she she want to get back into full-time entrepreneurship so i've been kind of walking her through that and just kind of helping her get back to her good headspace after losing my brother too you know dang yo i gotta shot big shout out to you and your moms i mean both on both sides yeah y'all winning i mean for her to be able to 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 hustle on the side with five kids. Some people mm -hmm. ain't trying to hustle. People just trying yeah. to live together. You know what I'm saying? For her yep. to do that, set that example, and then for you to bounce, come right back her older son and say, "Yo, you know, because of you, I'm able to do this now." Mm -hmm. um, that's big. That's big time. That's big time. You doing? And again, it sounds all of the things that you're doing are so genuine, mm -hmm. right? They're so genuine. So it's come. Yeah. You know, the universe is kicking it back. You know, yeah, in, in abundance, yeah. right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's, yep. that's incredible. That's incredible. Now we talk. We're on the topic of family. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I know uh, you and I talked about it. So, I mean, I'll let you give the good news. But you are expecting something, right? Coming. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I'm uh, expecting a uh, son on the way, and uh, yeah, we're definitely excited for that. So that with that uh, being. Um, uh, surprised in uh, in all of this progress. I guess we had like a, a lot of extra time during the pandemic, but yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 definitely been uh, kind of a, a more of a fuel for me to kind of keep going, stay focused, um, and and kind of really kind of get things done. You know, um, I think the biggest thing is what I I've always been one of those people that 
I never saw myself as a family guy. Like I always looked out for my family, which is crazy. But I looked out for my family. I always carried my family on my back, but I never looked at it as, oh, I want a house. I want a kid. I want to be home. Like I'm always used to being on a go and stuff like that. People used to ask me all the time. They're like, yo, like what you, what are you going to do when you get older? You know, are you going to settle down? Are you going to do these things? And it's kind of like, I've been taking on all these roles and building all of these businesses, but I think the the cool thing about it is just kind of like seeing a lot of my friends, uh, you know, and, you know, a lot of my peers, you know, all of us are elevating right now as business owners in our own different way uh, as, as fathers also. Um, and, and it's kind of like a, a great thing, you know, just kind of to see the shift, you know, from like, you know, it's, just, it's a mind shift. It's a mindset shift too, you know. So I tell a lot of people, you know, I wasn't always like one of those people. I guess because growing up, I didn't have that, you know. So I look at it like, okay, well, I can be successful without this. But I'm thinking like, family is key, you know. Family is important. It's good to have a foundation, and that's the reason why a lot of people are successful in their careers and things like that, just because they know they have somebody depending on them, you know. So uh, in that regard. Um, you know, I'm definitely, you know, excited. It's it's definitely been a, a exciting journey, you know. So we're just, you know, getting get prepared as the prepared as we can get, you know. Like. Yeah. Nice you having a son first too. Cause they get there. Uh my son is like the he's the experiment. Then my daughter, my daughter getting the getting a finished product, dad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he was like, I gotta learn patience. I gotta learn, you know, I gotta know that I gotta do this instead of that watch what you say, like all that stuff you learn and it's good to experiment on him uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, that's, that's, that's you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I, I had my daughter during the pandemic. She was actually born mm-hmm. in 2020. So then that just raised the level of necessity even higher. That, and that's why I say, I think the right. biggest thing is like, I didn't know the responsibility I took on because when I moved my, well, first I moved my brother out here because I, he was hanging with my other brothers and they're they're like they're not going down the best road so I'm just like yo let me get him make sure he's straight you know and um ironically I caught covid so I was hospitalized for covid uh on my birthday like during June last year and I was hospitalized Damn. for a week and and my girlfriend had watched him and he stayed at her house and then uh shortly after when I recovered um my mom had caught covid also she was staying with a friend um, at the time, and I'm just like, yo, like, her, the friends started acting funny, you know, about her, you know, staying with her and, and things like that. So I'm just like, yo, I'll, I'm just gonna move you here, you know, things like this. So I ain't gonna lie, the first couple of months, I was just like, yo, I don't know what I took on, you know, I don't know why I did this. <laughs> and then, you know, like, I've always been one of those people, like, and I think a lot of people are like that when they're older, they go see their parents and then they leave, you know, <laughs> yeah. just because you can't do too much of, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of like, but now it's like everything coming is coming full circle because, uh, you know, without her being here, I technically wouldn't have no no family or family support, you know, in yeah. this in this shift. And with everything I have going on, I'm going to have to need, you know, family Shit. support. What do you know, big yep, dog? Yep. What do so, you know? So, yep. So my girlfriend, her mom is here and uh, she's, well, she's from Texas, but really she was born and raised here for the most part. Um, and 
and then having my mom here, they'll they'll allow us to, you know, still, you know, get a lot of different things done, you know, moving and shaking and stuff like that. So I'm I'm excited. I think it's just like God, God, God always aligns things, uh, you know, for a reason, does things for a reason. So, you know, we can kind of look at it like that and um and make the best out of it, you know, make the best out of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, there's always there's always a plan. Even if you don't see it, it always comes. It always comes full circle. The universe will write you a check, literally write you a check uh, in direct proportion to the value you're willing to provide. The best part, you won't even know until you receive it. In part three, we get into the specifics, how to start a vending machine business, reinvesting your profit into growth, and bringing your ideas into the universe. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well and remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security, seek adventure.